Welcome to Zen One Podcast, a place where we can feel a little bit more connected with one another. Hello, hello, hello. Gina, how you doing? I can't hear you yet. Wait, wait. Hold on. Now, okay. it's, now we got it. Yay. Are you doing? I'm doing great. It only took me seven minutes. Uh, so hi, everyone. <laughs> hello, 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 beautiful people. This is our day two of live streaming. Yay. So this will be awesome. How do you feel? I feel great. I feel uh, I feel like there's a lot of work to be done. Um, and uh, this is this is the time. It is. Uh, I, I hope everyone is doing well. I mean, this is this is a, a, a pretty uncertain time for everyone. Um, but I'm glad that we're all banding together and trying to help each other. That's that's the right spirit. I know. This is so cool. There's some positives in this, so I'm really excited. Absolutely. I'm just going to check that everybody jumped in. All right, we have some people that are going to be joining in. Oh, all right. So we got some questions from audience ahead of time. People were sending emails to find out. Actually, you know what? I'm going to forward you uh, one question that came in earlier today. Someone asked that I actually email you this link. Um, We have an office in Pennsylvania that completely shut down, and they were asking what would be your feedback on that. Okay. Are you uh, sending it? Uh, are you sending it via email? So, mm-hmm. so just while you're looking at this, um, so just to let you know, my uh, my own office in Santa Clarita is shut down since Monday. Um, we shut it down before um, it, you know, before we had a stay in place order uh, from the governor. Um, it was, you know, it was at that point it was still voluntary. Um, I let everyone know that we uh, will be kind of playing by ear, figuring out what to do next. I'm interviewing some um, experts in HR um, and also IntelliDentistry, which is, you know, if, if, for those of us who haven't started IntelliDentistry, this is potentially an opportunity to do so. Um, been trying to be in touch with um, our customers to figure out how we can support them during this. Um, you know, terrible time. Um, so, uh, so I'm happy to answer any questions once I am. There's something going on with my email where I'm not getting the. I I don't have the email yet. I'm refreshing it. So if yeah, you guys want to start with other, yeah. So mm-hmm. if you want to start with other questions, let's let's jump into other questions, and I'll keep refreshing the email. Or if you want, send it via Facebook. It seems like Facebook Messenger seems to work faster. Yep. My email okay. is Gmail, so I don't know what the deal is. Oh. Well, first of all, let me introduce you properly. We just jumped in, like, just go in and, and, and so first of all, for everybody who's joining, um, so I really wanted to get Dr. Gina Dorfman on this because not only she's an amazing person, we've been friends for some time, she is a dentist, but she also runs a company called Yappy Dental. And so... There's a lot that we can talk about. We only have an hour, unfortunately, but um, we can talk about how to stay productive. I have a a whole list of things that I want to go through, how offices can work remotely, and how this whole thing may impact dentistry, not only in California, but everywhere in the country. And and I really hope that um, just like we had on Friday, there will going to be some good discussion today. Vanessa, I can count on you, right? So you're going to be asking questions. I know Daisy is going to be asking questions. I know you guys are already jumping in. Michelle will be asking questions. So let's go. Let's make it a party while we have Gina on this call. So, um, so Gina, I love not only your story, I love your spirit. I know that you're going to be mega positive about this thing. So I know for like this is my purpose for this whole live webinar. I know there's going to be talk on Facebook and and all these other platforms about how horrible this thing is, I don't discount that. I know it's going to happen. I know things are going to be bad, but I want people to talk about these things outside of Zen. So here, we want to to be very um, 
We want to have a positive mindset. That's one of our principles at Zen, positive mindset. We don't disregard that what's going on in the world. We take it and we think about it from a positive mindset. So with that being said, that's why I'm excited to have you. Thank you. And and I appreciate I appreciate that comment because for me, it's always, you know, the positive mindset is important. The, the, the thing is, we can't do anything to change this. I was just quickly trying to catch up on that notice from Pennsylvania board. Uh, you know, we have different different states are taking different actions. We have professional organizations sending um, different, sometimes conflicting messages. Um, uh, those who follow me on Facebook probably notice me um, pretty, you know, say some pretty harsh words about uh, California Dental Association sending, um, you know, in my opinion, um, on um, unhelpful notices, very confusing information. I'm trying to mince my words here, but like mm -hmm. they, you know, just if you, if you want my, to see my rant, like it's on Facebook, it's, it's, it's there. Uh, but the truth is we can only, we can only focus on what we can do to uh, weather the storm. And unfortunately, I'm afraid, and I'm just going to put it out there, that I realize that some offices are going to be pretty negatively affected. And um, and I'm hoping that uh, no one is going to be badly affected in the long term. Um, I don't know that for sure. But I do know that most of us will get through it. And in a way, um, you know, there's there's a little bit of a silver lining here. I think we will emerge from this better in some ways. And, uh, and so the goal is right now is to focus on what we can do to make sure that when we are ready to go back, we can, um, we, we have a productive schedule, that we have our team in place. Um, I'm terrified about losing my team or, or something happening to my team, which was one, one of the reasons why I decided to close early on is to make sure that my team is protected. Um, can we talk and, about it? Yes, yes, we need to talk about that. And then, of course, the other thing is, what can we do right now to take care of the patients who are in pain? Um, our organizations are sending us terrible messages. One of the things that CDA sent us a couple of days ago, and I and I was, that's what, one of the things that I was slamming them pretty hard for, is they issued a statement that dentists should seize all non-life-threatening uh, dentists. Like, if it's not life-threatening, don't touch it. And it's ridiculous because if it's life-threatening, it belongs in the emergency room, but what if you have a kid with a broken ortho wire poking in the cheek? What what if you have someone with a fractured tooth and they can't mm -hmm. bite down mm -hmm. on a, you know, maybe there's a loose cusp or something. I mean, these people need help. It's emergency dentistry where healthcare providers mm -hmm. need to take care of them. Uh, but we need to do it in a way that we're protected, our team is protected, and we're following um, the guidelines of our state. So we're not closing completely. We're just sort of hunkering down and, and we're limiting our operation to truly urgent care. But that in includes a lot of different things. And we can, we can talk about that. So um, I'm, I'm kind of meandering all over the place, but I'm ready to answer whatever questions you guys yeah. have about this or anything else. Let's start with the first one. So reality of Dr. Gina's practice. So how did you tackle this ahead of time, how early? And then what's your approach to the team? Because I know you love your team. So that's what I wanted to see. How, like, even how did you talk to them and how do you keep in touch? Uh, what, what do you guys do during the shutdown? Like, just if you can walk us through. Absolutely. So uh, I was watching what's going on over the weekend, uh, last weekend, not this weekend uh, that just passed. And so last Monday, I went into the office and the first thing at morning huddle, I just said, look, we're, we're going to be closing down. And the very first thing that I, you know, I assured them that um, I will do everything in my power to uh, make sure that their jobs are still there and that they're getting paid during this time period, I said, you know, I don't know what we're going to do. I mean, obviously, I have a little bit of a cash reserve to help cover their salaries. But um, but at some point, we're going to have to. Um, so I told them to go ahead and look into applying for unemployment because we don't know how long we're going to be closed mm -hmm. for. And that was before any bills or anything was passed. And even now, I'm in contact with my team, letting them know that, hey, I don't know what the future holds i i'm still you know the the laws are still being written um and at this point it's just basically letting them know that i'm thinking about them and it's funny because we we have so we have a couple of ways of keeping in touch we obviously talk on the phone as needed if anyone has questions but we have a group thread 
texting thread going and you know it's it's a good it's a it's a nice thread because people are making jokes someone just recently said that uh, they they realized that they never want to be a stay-at-home mom <laughs> during the last week and yeah, i think there's a lot of consensus among my employees that that's in fact the case um, one of the things that I was paying close attention to is um, the information that I was getting from um, HR for Health and also from Paul Edwards. Um, I, I, I'm spacing out in the name of the company. I interviewed them on my podcast previously. He started HR Basecamp, uh, where he's putting mm-hmm. out information as information develops. And so those two um, individuals are the ones that we want to pay close attention to. And I can send you their information after mm-hmm. we've done the, awesome. the podcast mm-hmm. so that others can. Um, go ahead and also uh, kind of start following them. Paul is putting out a lot of information on his HR Basecamp Facebook group, which is very helpful. And like I said, the laws are changing uh, nonstop. And so at this point, the best we can do is just assure our team is that what we're doing is is to the best of their interest. I haven't let go um, anyone, but what I did tell them is to go ahead and apply for unemployment because at the time, and I don't think it has changed, we were told that we can still um, you know, they can apply even though they're not terminated, um, obviously. Um, I'm continuing their medical insurance. I'm continuing out other benefits. Um, and what we've done is we actually, we separated the schedule. So we each took a shift that we're on call. Uh, we've had some emergency patients call in. And tomorrow mm-hmm. my associate is going to see some emergency patients with. So it, each, um, each one of the doctors took a day or two that they're sort of on call covering. Um, each one of the assistants took a day to come in and, and assist the doctors needed. Um, so as far as emergency procedures, obviously anyone who's in pain, um, anyone who is in severe discomfort, maybe it's not the type of pain where, you know, um, if we were just closed for the weekend and opening on Monday, we would not necessarily go see them, maybe not in the bull's tooth or anything. And, and that's a problem with, with what we're getting from the boards. Like if someone falls and, and their front tooth is evolved, we know we need to see them within two hours. It's not life-threatening, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, what are we going to do? We're not going to send them to the hospital. We have to see these patients. And so the next thing is figuring out the proper protective equipment. And I know that mm-hmm. a lot of offices are being very kind by donating um, their PPEs to hospitals. And we, we were, um, I was going to work with my um, lead assistant to prepare a, a small donation package, but we're obviously leaving some PPEs for our, our team. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things we're doing, we don't have N95 masks. We, I, it's one of those things like offices never, dental offices never had them. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't even know uh, that was what N95 never, was. I never heard of that. Mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. never heard of this. And I think one of the concerns, and, and this is something that we're going to have to address soon when we go back to work from our team is, you know, what I, our, our PPEs are really protecting us as, as much as we thought they were. And you know what? I hate to open that can of worms, but I already see teams worried about it and as a mm-hmm. lawyer. Uh, I'm obviously worried about that as well. Um, but so what we're doing for now is we're using we're double we're using a double mask and a face shield, and we, we're doing we're, we're using uh, those surgical caps and surgical gowns disposable uh, to um, you know to see patients. If you can do this, then obviously bandanas, regular um, regular clothing, just throw them in the wash right away if you can. Um, I have a washer and dryer in my office, but if you don't, don't take that home. Um, there's got to be like industrial um, laundries or mm-hmm. I have I have no idea, but I, I wouldn't take that home. Um, I am not sure what organizations like OSHA and HIPAA are going to do during this time. I know that those who are Medi-Cal, Medicare providers, uh, Trump lifted um, HIPAA um, restrictions in order to facilitate uh, patients being seen during the crisis. Um, I don't know what OSHA is going to do, but I still wouldn't take those PPEs home to wash them. Uh, no, no, to yeah. Find a commercial place to wash them, or even just like wash them in a, in a sink in the office, hand wash them. But, um, but, but yeah, that that would be the way to go if you don't have disposable gowns and and uh, and caps. Um, what By I the way, all that the... stuff is available now, so it shouldn't oh, be good. a problem. Wonderful. Yeah, I mean, you 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 would know that. So mm-hmm. the um, the other thing that we're doing, of course, is I have a couple of employees at the office uh, taking care of the phone calls. My billers are there because you know cash flow is important, and every office has insurance receivables. 
Um, so what we're doing is we are um, really, um, uh, you know, focused on collecting money from insurances, uh, calling on past due claims. Um, that's one of the things that most offices never get to do. We also have a list, and I'll be happy to share that list a little bit later today. We also have a list of things that we are recommending offices to do as, as during this downtime that's not related to patients. Uh, but before we get to that, uh, let me mention one other thing is that there are a couple of things that we're doing and I recommend it to, to our customers at Yappy. So one of the things is that we made sure that we moved all of our forms online. So we used to have new patient forms online, but we didn't have uh, forms for existing patients like consent forms for certain emergency procedures and, and um, um, COVID-19 questionnaire. A screening questionnaire to make sure that they haven't traveled recently. So um, at Yappy, we've made those documents available. We put them online. If you're not using Yappy, I'm sure your provider for online forms, whoever is doing that, mm -hmm. um, is also making that available. So check in with them. But um, if we have emergency patients coming in, we are asking them to fill out the forms online because we don't want them coming in and touching our clipboards or our devices. Um, in fact, we don't even want them in the reception room what we're asking them to do is fill out the paperwork online. Mm -hmm. We receive those forms, we get ready for them. When they come in, we ask them to reply to our confirmation text message that they're here. We're asking them to wait in the car until we're ready to see them. Once we're ready to see them, they go straight in. They don't even linger in the reception room because everything is ready at that point. Um, and they go in, they get the, the emergency treatment done. Uh, like I said, with as I, I, I hate to say proper PPEs because I don't think we, at this point, most offices have proper PPEs, but whatever we can. Um, and, um, you know, dub, double, double down on whatever we can to make mm -hmm. sure our team is protected. Obviously, we're screening patients. If they've traveled recently, if they have any flu symptoms, then they're not going to be able to be seen here. They do have to go into an emergency room where they hopefully still have some um, proper um, equipment to protect themselves from this this virus. Um, and then the other thing, of course, that we're doing is that we are, and we haven't started this yet, but we're implementing the uh, teledentistry where we're able to screen potential patients uh, for um, their emergencies to see if this is something that we could either treat with medication or give them some advice uh, or whether it's a real emergency that needs to be seen. So again, the procedure is the same. We have created um, at Yappy, and again, I'm sure that other companies um, are doing the same, um, a special questionnaire um, or, or rather consent form uh, and questionnaire for teledentistry. So uh, once they consent to being seen via teledentistry, they sign a consent along with the typical patient forms online. Um, and then we can talk to them. We can find out what uh, what it is that they are um, you know, experiencing, we can talk to them about their symptoms. Once they fill out the questionnaire, medical history and consent forms, if needed, we can prescribe medication at that point, um, which, which helps with, with new patients because typically in the emergency, we wouldn't be able to help them. Um, and also we can at that point decide whether they need to come and see us. Um, now, as far as teledentistry, there are a couple of things that I have found out recently is that um, a lot of insurances have temporarily approved D0140, which is a limited exam, um, ADT code, not ADT, sorry, CDT code um, mm -hmm. to bill uh, for a limited exam uh, via internet. Uh, there are companies like Zoom that allow it. Um, I um, One of my friends is using Skype. I will actually be interviewing two doctors, Dr. Arthur Glossman, who's a, a very well-known cosmetic dentist in Los Angeles. Um, he is, he's, all, he's been doing teledentistry for a while to pre-screen uh, patients for elective care, but he's now switching to urgent care as well. Um, I will also be interviewing um, another friend of mine, Dr. Tim Rao, who's practicing in Northern California, who is also, he has been doing teledentistry for a while. So hopefully we can learn a little bit more. Um, and I will be interviewing someone later today at 2.30. It won't be live, but I will be posting soon. And I'm happy to share a link with you, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tiger. Um, his company is actually offering a service to healthcare providers to 
to provide teledentistry and they have a lot of resources. Um, and so hopefully that would be, that would be helpful. What's the name of the company? Oh gosh, I should know this, right? I'm talking to him like in an hour and a half. I will give you this it's information. Okay. I will give you this information shortly. I, his last name is Hakimian, uh, but, uh, but I'm spacing oh, out. Oh, I think I know him. I, yeah, I, I mean, he's, he's well known. I, I'm just yeah. spacing out on the name of the company, but I will get all of this information to you guys so you can share it with, with, your, uh, with your following and, and your customers. Um, I think that, again, the silver lining here is that uh, teledentistry is here, or telemedicine in general is here to stay. Um, I think for a lot of us who've been marketing online, um, doing you know Google AdWords, or I think they changed that to uh, what is it? Google um, marketing yeah. is not, yeah. not not my strength. But if you if you're marketing online, if you if you have click funnels, whatever yeah. those are called, uh, one of the ways that you can um, engage potential patients, new patients going forward is. Um, utilizing teledentistry, utilizing virtual consults for um, aesthetic cases. But until we're back to normal, this is a great way to help patients who are not sure whether they're needing to come in or able to come in. Or maybe even elderly population. I've had some calls from patients who are elderly and they say, you know, we really don't want to leave the house. We don't mm -hmm. want to come back, but we want to, we, we need help. And so I was able to help a few um, a few patients who are mm -hmm. just not good candidates for being, um, go, for going outside even. Okay. I see that some people are jumping in. Katie um, was typing a message. So I'm curious to see, so from all of you that's part of it, who's planning to provide teledentistry? So what, what are you guys are using? What tools are you using? In the meantime, one of my takeaways is, so D0140 is billable, right? So if you're yes. doing teledentistry. Okay, so if the office is completely closed, if you're doing teledentistry, what are the ways that people can still do like the claiming insurance remotely? What are the options? So again, I don't know. Um, I don't know uh, a lot of things. I'm sure that uh, so emergency code obviously it means that there's some palliative treatment that's being provided. I don't think you can do a lot besides a limited exam uh, on, um, you know, via um, via dentistry. And one of the things that I don't know, and I intend on finding out, and of course I'll share it with you once I know, is what happens if you provide a limited exam and then you tell the patient to come to the office and now you're providing palliative dentistry or palliative treatment to the patient. Um, you obviously cannot build both codes at the same time. So you probably at that point will bill for an x-ray um, and um, some sort of a procedure, whether it's an attraction or a uh, temporary crown. Um, I, my guess is that insurance companies are going to be a little bit more flexible with what they allow during this time. Um, and we're, we've had word from United Concordia as far as what they're going to be paying for, not others, but I'm sure it's it's coming. Mm -hmm. And I'll be, like I said, I'll be getting more information later today, so I will be sharing that as I as, as the information comes in. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, and I think it's a, also a good way to test it. I always like we talked about this on a podcast on on Friday. I mean, not the podcast, but on this live webinar on Friday that. My gut feeling, again, I don't know. I'm not, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know I, how to predict this thing. But I do have a feeling if you don't see patients for four months or three months or two months, right? Hopefully it's not that long, maybe at least a month. So at some point, all these patients will need to be seen. And what's going to happen is hopefully we're going to have extended hours. So now we're going to see the opposite. And so at that point, the, the teledentistry might help to see more patients screen, properly schedule them, allocate better timing. So if it's, you know, if it's gonna be a more extensive procedure, maybe you can put more time in a schedule. So these things hopefully will help as you coming back to work in the near future. So you make an excellent point. At this point, we don't know how long we're gonna be out for. Um, I, I don't think it's gonna be three to four months. Um, and, and the reason I don't think it's gonna be three to, to four months, because I cannot imagine that a lot of our patients are gonna be able to um, hold off on uh, uh, that long. I mean, obviously things like, you know, starting Invisalign um, mm -hmm. or, you know, a veneer case or any of those things, you know, that's going to be on hold. Uh, cleanings are probably going to be on hold. But as far as everything else, I mean, the d dentistry has to go on. We can't keep kids and braces without adjustments, without seeing them regularly uh, for four months. We can't, or, or adults and braces for that matter. They need to be seen. Um, there are a lot of things that cannot be postponed for that long. 
Um, so, you know, there are going to be more and more emergencies and the more people avoid us, the more emergencies are going to be, unfortunately. Exactly. So I think it's just going to be, we're going to need a little bit of time to figure out how we can protect our teams, how we can protect ourselves. We're going to need a, a little bit of time to figure out, um, you know, the supply issue. I think one of the reasons why the states are putting, and it, it, it seems that, what we're getting from dental boards and and some of the um, and and our professional organizations um, is that PPEs are in in short supply, so like don't don't use them unless it's it's really urgent. Um, that issue is going to be resolved. I mean that issue. I mean we, you know I can't mm-hmm. believe that we should. It's po- someone should have built a factory <laughs> making those masks by now. It's possible. I mean you know I. I if, we, I think, like Ford was making warheads at, at, during Second World War. We can make masks, right? So right. I think that's, I think that's coming soon. We're going to resolve that issue. It's not going to take four months to make masks. So I don't think we're going to. It's going to be four months before we go back to work. I think it's going to be four months before we go back to some of the elective dentistry. Actually, I think it's going to be longer because I think that people are going to be coming back and and you know they missed work. They're going to have a hard time taking time off work. They're going to have a hard time using their discretionary income for things that they don't absolutely need. But at the same time, there'll be plenty of non-elective dentistry to be done. Um, and and we're just going to have to figure out how to, to run a business in, in a little bit more of a um, proactive and leaner way than, than mm-hmm. we've been mm-hmm. before. But we, we're going we're gonna to get back yeah. to normal eventually. Yeah. So just very quick on this. Um, Let's just say we have offices that will go into teledentistry. They'll have to start doing it if they haven't started doing it yet. What would you recommend? Like, what's the first thing? Is is the HIPAA part of it? We need to worry about it, or tools like Zoom are easy to start. I mean, obviously, we know it's easy to start, but are they HIPAA compliant? What are the things we need to worry about? Absolutely. So, first of all, yes. So, professional, um, um, professional. um, subscriptions to Zoom, to Skype, to all of that. If you're using a paid service, it's HIPAA compliant for the most part. And like, I'm not aware of any paid service that is not. If you're using a free mm-hmm. service, then it's not HIPAA compliant. But if you're using paid Google Hangouts, if you're using paid Zoom, if you're using um, paid Skype version, all of these are um, are HIPAA compliant and, and you don't have to worry about it. In addition to that, once you sign a consent, the consent form kind of stipulates that, um, you know, what's going to happen in, uh, you know, during that appointment and that it's a limited exam. And obviously, you know, we're, we're, do- we're going by word. We're not looking in the mouth. So all of these things are being sort of covered. Um, within within teledentistry like i said once we have those webinars we're going to know a little bit more and and i will share that information mm-hmm. one of the other things that i wanted to mention and and i think it's important so there are a couple of things that we can be doing right now and and of course you know like i said i have some of my team at home um, and i'm still paying their wages at this point i did tell them to contact unemployment uh but they're obviously not receiving the benefits yet even those people who filed are not receiving benefits so i'm just i'm I'm running payroll this week uh to kind of pay for the average number of hours that those people would be working otherwise whether they're working or not but there are things that we can do first of all benco shared a great list and i asked them to uh let me have the list so if i find it then i will be able to share it maybe you Mm -hmm. have it and that's a list of things that need to be done in the practice to make sure that our equipment doesn't go bad. Things like running the water lines, uh, draining the one of the I, I, I don't understand any of these things, but, you know, changing the traps, whatever. Uh, there's a list going around. Um, if you don't have it, I'll find it for you. Uh, my Henry Schein rep also sent me one this morning. So this is something that needs to be done. Um, obviously, billing needs to be done. Now, another thing mm-hmm. that we're uh, we're encouraging our teams to do is stay in touch with your patients via social media. My company is providing some social free social media um, stuff that you can share. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's on our help center. Uh, create your own. Uh, you can use um, um, services like I'm not sure I'm pronouncing it correctly, but there's a service called Hootsuite. 
Um, mm -hmm. And there's others where you can pre-plan all of your social media yeah. for a year. This is one of the things I hear from my doctors. We don't have time for social media. We don't have a social media coordinator, social media queen. So they're paying like hundreds of dollars to some company to provide them social media messages, whatever. Mm -hmm. You don't need this. There are a couple of books that you can get, like audio books, regular books. Um, um, on uh, marketing on Instagram, on Facebook, figure out how to do it, have someone on your team learn how to do it. It's not that difficult. Uh, Pre-plan, design your messages. There's a, there's a software called Canva, uh, which I really like. I think it's like $12 a month, but you can create beautiful, uh, it's like a play, pl plug and play, drag and drop type of deal. Um, you can create beautiful uh, messages. Um, and plan it for the entire year. You'll be done. And of course, at this time, let your patients know that you're out there. Do some lives for them. Uh, put out some, some, you know, uh, maybe advice on how to take care of their teeth during this time. You've got to stay in touch with your patients. Well, my office is actually getting a lot of calls from offices nearby that are closed. And, you know, we're helping yeah, them. A lot of offices are just like, that's what kills me at this moment. Like some offices just chilling like staying at home and quarantine doesn't mean you're sitting on a couch watching netflix all day long like get some do work something. done yeah go go to your office obviously you know do social distancing make sure but you know don't like get you know ten, yeah. everyone in the office it's not for the in. team members like i know team members are watching it's not for you like i'm talking more like our doctor so that's that's i want to make sure that message is clear but even even with the team members, I mean, I know a lot of my team members are frustrated because sometimes they don't have time to do things that we need to do, even mm -hmm. like with, with, with Zen Supplies, right? Like, you know, we you and I talked about this, like, when do we find time to do an inventory? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, how about now? <laughs> do it no, now. We have, you know? we have a lot of sign-ups actually right now. Is, yes, because you know what? Here's the thing. Everyone will go into their supply closet. And I, I did that once and I pulled out a bag. I, I literally like a few years ago, I went through my office and I pulled out things from different closets and I had a full bag of expired stuff, like $5,000 mm -hmm. worth of stuff that expired. We all have that like pile of stuff that, that collected over the years, or maybe we overorder it. Maybe we don't need this, you know, um, maybe even, you know, ask your neighbors like, Hey, I have, you know, 15 boxes of, uh, of tray liners. I don't need that many. Mm -hmm. Do you want to, exactly. you know, order or something? I don't know. But basically, this is a good time to do projects like this. The other thing that our offices are doing, they have boxes and boxes of, of shredding piles, of scanning piles. Um, you know, I don't want you to invest uh, a lot of resources, financial resources right now into going paperless. But if you're set up anyway, but you're for, for, for paperless, if you have everything you need, but you still for some reason have paper because you never had time to, to deal with that, then this is the time to do it. Mm -hmm. I wrote um, um, an ebook about going paperless. Um, so if you're interested about the steps and things that you could be doing yeah, right we'll now. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a link. You can download that. Um, the other thing that you should be doing right now besides insurance is um, I would do insurance pre-denials. Now, let me explain what that means. I hate pre-authorizations. My office, unless we have once in the blue moon, will pre-authorize something with insurance. I don't believe in pre-authorizations under normal circumstances because I call them pre-denials. Uh, because one of the things that I've noticed with pre-authorizations is that that's a great way for insurance companies to hold, put the patient on hold. And then by the time the pre-authorization comes in, even though it's not a guarantee of payment, you know, they can still not pay it even though they pre-authorize something, right? But what it does, it lets the patient know that, oh, it's not urgent. They can wait, whatever, six weeks. Mm -hmm. And by that time they're no longer interested in having the treatment done because the urgency passes. But this is the time that you can actually get it done. And by the time that we're getting back to normal, this is the time when you can be contacting patients and saying like, hey, we have this authorization from your insurance company. Remember that crown you were going to do? Um, why don't we get on this right now? And also, I think that with uncertainty with some companies, uh, we don't know how all of this is going to affect our economy, how many companies are going to stay in business. And I know that during the difficult time, unfortunately, some companies might be closing, some people might be losing their insurance. And so having those authorization, pre-authorizations in place and allowing people to use their benefits, if, God forbid, they're in a situation when they're losing those benefits soon because the company is going through some closure, difficult time. Yeah, rough time. That, 
yeah, that might be a good way to help people. And it'll also give some your team things to do now, because, you know, as long as we're busy and we're productive and we're focused on, on, on doing something going forward, I mean, that would be amazing. Now, the other thing to do with your team, actually, is jump on Zoom or Skype with your team. They mm-hmm. need to hear from you. They need to be assured that you're thinking about them. Um, I don't think that a lot of um, of our team members realized how much, uh, how expensive it is to run the office, how how big our overheads are, and how scary it is for many of us uh, dentist practice owners to know that there's no ongoing income coming in and having to pay the team, having to pay the expenses. I mean, I, I'm talking to dentists who are, uh, scared and, and terrified about losing everything because they don't have enough cash reserves to keep this going for a long time. Uh, but as long as we are in constant communication with one another and assuring each other that we are working together on getting through this, and um, I think it's going to be very comforting to our team. Um, and so I recommend doing your daily huddles or you know, mm-hmm. at least a couple of times a month, uh, I'm sorry, a couple of times a week, get together with your entire team and just, you know, let them know where you are. Uh, the laws are changing. My team is asking like, hey, what's going to happen? I don't know. The laws are changing as we speak. And and it's like they're writing them in a language that is intentionally uh, vague because they don't have all the answers, right? So yeah. Uh, so I feel like sometimes I read things and I'm like, do I have a reading comprehension problem suddenly or what's going on? But, but it, the truth is no one knows anything. So let's just let each other know that we care about each other, that we're thinking about one another. Now, another thing that we could be doing right now that I think is very important is, is recall and reactivation. All of us have full charts, uh, full cabinets. I hate to say word cabinets, because hopefully most of our um, listeners already. People. Yeah, most of our Zen people are chartless. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so so virtual cabinets uh, mm-hmm. full of treatment, full of unscheduled patients, patients who haven't been in a while. Obviously, you're not reaching out to them right now, but don't cease your communication. I don't know if you saw uh, last Monday we had a lot of um, of our customers calling us to ask us to pause the service, and I'm like, look, you know, if you're having a difficult time. Call us, we'll work with you financially, but please don't mm-hmm. stop the service. Don't stop communicating mm-hmm. with your patients. Out of sight, out of mind, you have appointments pre-scheduled six months in advance. We don't know when we're going back. Um, we had, we just, my husband and I just had a discussion because we're getting documentation from different states. Some states been closed for three months, some until April 21st, some until April 6th. All of that is going to change. Like I said, CDA changed their mind. Uh, on what emergency means to them three times in the last three days. So these dates are not written in stone. Don't worry about those dates. I am so sorry. Yeah. Let me turn off my Slack. Um, I don't Which know is the perfect it. timing. Let me take a quick segue. Michelle, I know I said four months, but I just like, it just ran out of my mind. Don't take that because nobody has a crystal ball. Like we don't know how long it's going to be. I, my thing is like, from any standpoint, from a business owner standpoint, from Zen standpoint, from a human being who is empathetic to everybody sitting at home, like I wish we can go back tomorrow. So I really don't know what's going to happen. So I'm sorry, Michelle, for saying four months. I really hope you don't you don't put it on stone and just put it next to my name. <laughs> That's it. You're blacklisted now, Tyler. I know. I do, I hope that nothing nothing that anyone says right now like don't don't go back and 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 you know and and say but you said I mean we're all guessing at this point yeah um, so um, so yeah but um, so the other thing that we could be doing and I think very important and and this is this is something that I know that we are all struggling with there's never any time to to learn right mm-hmm. and I know this because my company offers. Um, uh, training to uh, unlimited training to our customers, and I know how difficult it is for them to, like to find person time. in person or online. Like I mean, online. online, but like with a with a person on the other side online or like recorded video trainings. Both, both. We're we're offering both live limited. training, yes, and and videos, wow. and uh, we know that our customers barely have enough time to do any training. Mm-hmm. This is the time. This is the time to do training now. So there are a couple of things. Um, obviously, uh, for our customers, we have some videos. We're also happy, like if you give us a call or email us, we'll provide 
additional training to your team. We're going to do it online with a live person. Um, if you feel like you weren't using our, our software to the fullest, and, and let me just say something, no one is using any software to the fullest. It's, it, yeah. you know, 80, 20 rule, um, 80% of the value is going to come from 20% of the features. The software yeah. is written to accommodate different offices that, that function I mean, differently. Don't even use all the Snapchat filters. So nobody's yeah. using everything hundred percent. You kidding? I, you know, totally, yeah. like totally Snapchat filters is a perfect example, but yeah, <laughs> but, yeah so, so, but, but you can use it better. So this is the time to train your team. They could be training remotely. Um, the other thing uh, you could be doing is you could be, if you, you know, this is the time to write your standard operating procedures. I am the one, you know, flying around the country talking about the need to have standard operating procedures. Um, I have actually, I have a course. It's a free course on the Dental Success Network. Um, if you're a member of it, uh, I'm one of the faculty on the Dental Success Network. There's a free course for members uh, where I talk about creating SOPs. Uh, that's that's another resource. Do you have it available um, outside of the DSN? No, I'm, I I don't. But I'm actually I'm happy to put together. If you, if anyone is interested, I'm happy to put together a webinar maybe for next week sometime on how to create SOPs. Mm -hmm. uh, the nice thing about SOPs is that it puts everyone on the same page because you know we have a limited number of situations that can happen in a dental office. Obviously, what's happening right now is you know is 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 a, is, is unheard of before and hopefully will never happen again but what normally happens in a dental office happens to everyone every single day and every time we have a situation it's like we're solving solving it from the beginning you know it's like, oh what do we do with mrs smith who has a balance or what do we do with uh you know this review or how do we approach this when you start creating sops um you you standardize your procedures you put you know a lot of offices have this conflict between the front office and the back office and, uh, and that's very sad. But the reason it happens is because we, you know, as a front office employee, we have different optics on the same situation as a back office employee. You know, for I'll give you an example. Um, let's say a patient is running late, right? And mm -hmm. they call me at the front office and they'll say, I need to reschedule my appointment or I'm going to be 15 minutes late, which happens a lot to me. I'm in the lay. Uh, traffic in the lay is not measured in, in distances. It's measured in, in minutes because one day, or one one out one time of the day, certain time of the day could take fifteen minutes to get somewhere, and then two hours later, same uh, same commute will take you an hour and a half. You know, like you mm -hmm. never know. So, um, so you know, call have patients calling in saying they're going to be running late is normal, and then the front office is trying to accommodate that patient, and and maybe the patient is upset or angry or they're stressed out, they're driving. They're working so hard filling that schedule and they're juggling a million of other things. Whereas back office is like, but that's putting us behind. The hygienist is upset because she has only so much time and then she has to wait for the doctor. Uh, the, 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 the assistant has to, you know, she's writing between multiple rooms. Communication is not the greatest in a lot of offices, unfortunately, because all of us are in the mouth. It's difficult to communicate, which is one of the reasons why we even came out with the communication part of our software uh, years ago uh, is to really facilitate inter-office communication. But the point mm -hmm. is, we have different members of the team have different optics on the same situation. But if we as business owners create an SOP, a standard operating procedure for each single situation that can arise, like a, what do you do if a patient is running late? And then you kind of stipulate, and again, I'm happy to show, to share a sample of of like what it would mm -hmm. look like if mm -hmm. I, my, my, um, my office to have that type of an SOP uh, for, for patients who are running late. But if we have that SOP, that sort of unites back and front. Now, everyone in the office knows what is the official way of handling a situation. And mm -hmm. everyone understands why you handle this way. So this is a good opportunity to, you know, get some job descriptions uh, written up. A lot of offices, as every time I lecture, every single time, I ask the same question. Raise your hand if your office has written job descriptions. And it's usually less than 5% of the room that raises their hand. And they should have job descriptions. How often, I always tell doctors, I know there are a lot of team members on this call. I don't wanna throw my colleagues under the bus, but unfortunately, a lot of times, we don't uh, create expectations for our teams very well. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I lecture about is, um, is creating expectations and, and making sure that our team has clarity about what do we expect, 
what success is going to look like when we get there. Because a lot of times it's like, okay, keep your schedule productive. But what does that mean? My, my mm-hmm. definition of productive schedule could be different from my assistants, from my hygienist, or from my front office. And if everyone is doing their own thing, and then as a dentist, I come in and I see like, oh, I have two hour hole in my schedule and I blow a fuse because, you know, it's, I'm losing it's my two hours. It's two hours. Like, you know, yeah. but did, did, did you ever create that expectation? If your team is constantly disappointing you, doctor, it's on you. Uh, because you haven't created the expectation. It's all and on you. Is, it's, all, I, it's always on, you know, I, I own all, all of my mistakes. Exactly. It makes it easier because that way I don't have to defend myself. I know I'm not doing a yeah. lot of things right. But here's the thing. This is our, we never have time to do it. The reason we don't do it is because there's never any time. Because we have patients coming in, patients leaving. We have to take care of that. We're constantly dealing with what's landing in front of us. We have a little bit of time. This is the time to create those SOPs. This is the time to create job descriptions. This is the time to use uh, Zoom and Skype to connect with our team and say, hey, when we go back, how are we going to handle all these all of these issues? Like, what are the biggest issues that you have? Look at your Yelp reviews. Um, and by the way, this is something I was going to start this online. Um, this is not really going to help your business in particular, but what are the local businesses in your neighborhood that you frequent? Why don't you get online on Yelp and Google and just write them reviews, paid forward? Um, all of those businesses, there's no way we, we can't get out there. We can't give them money. But the one way we can help them is we can write reviews um, that will help them rebuild when, once they go back. And hopefully mm-hmm. uh, hopefully, your patients are still doing the same for you. Um, another thing you can do, you know, I actually, my husband did something. He, we stopped by. We have those neighbors. They're elderly. We never, we've lived in this house for 15 years. We've never seen them before. So we stopped by yesterday, no, day before yesterday to see if they need anything, if they need any groceries. And the funny mm-hmm. thing is, we, we've always referred to them as the Republicans. Like, we never knew mm-hmm. their name, but we knew they were Republicans because we, whenever, so in my neighborhood, um, I live not too far away from, uh, from George Clooney, humble brag. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, whenever there's an election, George Clooney hosts a big Democratic fundraiser. And then mm-hmm. as soon as he does that, uh, these people uh, uh, have their own Republican fundraiser. And so we call them right. the Republican. At the same day, at the same time? <laughs> Not at yeah. the same day, but awesome. it's, like, it's, it's, it's very well coordinated. Yeah, so it's, throwing flags at them. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's cool because, and, and so all these years we were like the Republicans. And, uh, and so a couple of days ago, my husband and I stopped by their house and we're like, we didn't even go in, but we were like, do you guys need anything, groceries, whatever? Uh, and they were so appreciative. And then they sent me this, they sent me this card and I have it this, like somewhere here on my desk. It's just really like, it was so touching was this card. Um, because she, she, she wrote that maybe, oh, there it is. She wrote that, uh, you know, how appreciative she was that we stopped by. Yeah, and, that's, awesome. uh, that's really cool. And, uh, and yeah, and she wrote that maybe one positive thing that will come out of it is that maybe we'll all be more uh, attentive and positive to one another. And apparently their names are Linda and Skip. So now I know my neighbor's names, which is yeah, incredible. That's awesome. but yeah, but the, where I'm going with that is that reach out to your patients. Some of those patients are elderly. Some of those patients have big families. Maybe they need something. Just, you know, maybe, maybe I don't know about sending cards, but maybe send them text messages, send them emails, just, just, just saying okay. something. On a personal level, like, hey, you know, we, we, we we're thinking about you. Let us know if you need anything. That's awesome. We have a quick question from, I think it's YouTube stream. Um, as far as billing insurance, I wonder if there will be some sort of flexibility with the restrictions, such as two cleanings a year, et cetera, if offices are closed for two or even more months, which is hopefully not going to happen. Uh, due to inability to see this procedure for six months. I mean, obviously nobody has a crystal ball, but what would be your take on it? So, so here's the thing, and I think that's an excellent question. I was actually thinking about myself, and I'm, uh, I'm going to have my biller reaching out to those companies to see if we can find something out. Uh, I don't think they have the answers yet. But here's what I know is that typically with insurance is whenever there is a good reason 
sometimes they will waive their requirements. For example, they'll say we only cover two cleanings a year, but if a patient is pregnant or diabetic or there's a, a health reason, then sometimes they will waive those requirements. And previously, and this might be also useful information for when they go back to normal life, is that previously we've had patients where, uh, for example, they were they had to get a cleaning, but maybe they were a few days short of a strict six months plus one day um, cut, uh, you know, deadline, or maybe it was a crown replacement that was just shy of uh, five years. Uh, but we were able to kind of explain, you know, right, they would deny it at first, and then we would reevaluate it saying that something like, for example, with, with cleanings, we would say, you know, the, the patient is a student at whatever XYZ state, they don't have a dentist, the only time they could do a cleaning is, is during that time. Uh, would you be willing to waive the requirement? And not all insurance companies have waived the requirements, but we've had some that waive the requirements. At least they, they would say like, okay, once we'll waive it, but otherwise they can. Uh, obviously, any any medical condition. So any patient who is a diabetic, who has, um, you know, who, who's pregnant, uh, who has heart disease, um, who, you know, maybe thyroid, um, anything that possibly might be connected to gum disease, cleaning should be approved. And if they weren't able to get the cleaning during this time, um, reevaluating or pre-authorizing those cleanings as an extra cleaning might be able uh, to, to pass through. Same things with crowns and things like that. So maybe like, okay, this crown could only be replaced once every five years. However, because the patient wasn't able to see the dentist, it, you know, during the time when this could have been prevented, uh, for example, like re-cementing the crown mm -hmm. and tie, and now it doesn't fit. So now we have to remake the crown. Maybe they'd be willing to to uh, waive the requirement. I don't know that for sure, obviously, but I think that uh, a lot of a lot of companies will be forced to sort of reevaluate their um, their uh, policies mm -hmm. and, and do it a little bit differently during this time. I would definitely re so in my office during. The peace time, I guess the regular time would be the peace time. Uh, during peace times in my office, everything gets reevaluated at least once. I never take no from an insurance company on the first try or even on the second. Like we keep reevaluating, providing additional information. What I would do, um, and I might be able to get on this a little sooner rather than later. And if I do, then I'll share that letter with everyone is basically creating some sort of a document that we can share with insurance companies when we reevaluate saying that this patient was affected by uh, this pandemic and therefore uh, please extend benefits um, going forward. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's really cool. Uh, probably last, what I want to talk about is Yapi Dental. So how how is it, I mean, I know that, you know, so basically here's my question. Um, when the team members are talking to their doctors and they have a conversation about the budgets and things like that at this time, current in this moment, like, what do we tell them? You know, how do we tell them not to stop any services? Because obviously, you know, like you're going to need it. We don't know when reinstalling something is going to be a pain in the rear end. And, but at the same time, you know, how do we bring value to our members? So I have all these mixes in my head um hopefully it makes sense but i i'm curious to see how you're addressing it at yapi so one of the things and i'm actually i'm so glad that we were able to do this is is before all this started we kind of anticipated that we'd have to work from home and so we moved our team uh to work from home so we have we're fully staffed and no one is affected no one is sick everyone is doing great and, and i'm so thankful that we were able to uh, react and it was funny because everyone was buying toilet paper and my husband and my brother were like running from one Apple store to another buying up all the uh, um, uh, MacBook Pros so that our team could work um, and of course it was remotely, it, it, yeah. Yeah, remotely. It was, and we you know we had to set up a, a special uh, you know um, uh, secure network and, and all of that so mm -hmm. that's a good thing our phones are absolutely crazy because we have two types of customers. We have customers who are calling in and trying to shut things down and, and really sort of like, you know, giving up and or maybe just trying to conserve their finances, which I totally get. Uh, and then we have those other customers who are trying to be really proactive and trying to utilize our tools 
to stay in business and to communicate because one of the things that we do, we do online forms, which is something that we need. We don't want people coming in into the office, filling out paperwork in the office when they come in for emergency. We want them doing it online. Like I said earlier, we want them fill out the forms online, stay in your car, text us using Yappy or, you know, you can use whatever, but obviously for, for HIPAA, you know, it's better that you, you text through Yappy than you through your phone. Uh, text us, we'll get you in. Um, use use our services to communicate with patients as far as office closure, closures, office openers, uh, not openers, openings. Uh, one mm-hmm. of the things that we've done is we released a very, um, I'll be the first to admit, it was very rough, very buggy, sort of, not even a beta, sort of like alpha version of max, mass, blah, blah, blah. Uh, mass texting so that our teams, our, our uh, customers can can communicate with their patients via text. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're, yeah, we're working on improving this feature. This feature wasn't supposed to be released until the summer, uh, but we pushed it out earlier. Uh, and I and I warned everyone, like you know, I don't know how well it's going to work. It's very limited in terms of functionality, but you can send a mass text to everyone on your schedule to let them know if you're opening or closing. So don't cancel patients like until the 21st. Keep on the, on the schedule. You can always cancel them a little later. Um, the you know the other thing is you know send uh, send emails assuring patients that things will get back to normal. Share some some humor. Do what you can. And this this is where we can help. Um, again, those officers who are going to be jumping into teledentistry, we're going to help with forms with consent. Um, this. We might be able to help you go paperless if this is how you want to use your time. So we have offices that are really, you know, sort of rolling back and, and really trying to conserve resources. And we also have offices that are trying to use us more, uh, our services more, so that they take advantage of this time to the fullest. Now, one of the things that we've done, and, and we we don't know what we're doing like anyone else, but I, I told my team that if anyone calls us and they're having a tough financial time, we're going to work with them in terms of the cost. Um, I don't want to stop anyone's service. I, I literally mm-hmm. said, like, okay, if they need, if they're telling you to completely stop everything, if they want to cancel, don't let them. If they have to call me personally, I don't want anyone canceling because they're scared. Like, if they just don't want to use it, that's understandable. Mm-hmm. But if, if it's a financial concern, I'd rather work on a financial end and have our customers mm-hmm. be able to use it. That's service. awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, hey, you know, we're all in this together. We're trying to, I don't know yeah. how. So I guess the quick takeaway for everybody who's watching, um, I had a, I had a call from one of our users today too. We were very proactive at Zen to address this issue pretty quickly too, lowering some of the fees and things like that and working with our users. And um, so just do the same thing like with other companies. Like if, if it's better to work it out and make sure that we're all working together, that's what we said, Zen stronger together all the time. But like, we all need to work together and so reach out to other companies and make sure that you have these discussions. That's, that was my point on that. Absolutely. I we're 100% agree. And I know other companies, I know some companies are, are doing that, the same thing. I just saw something today. Uh, there's, I guess, a continuous education cruise. And um, I, I know that a lot of people, obviously the cruise is not happening. And a lot of people are upset because they're not getting their money back. And and from what I saw, the official statement from the company, like, okay, Walt Disney is not returning their money either, so we're not going to refund anyone. And and that's just, I don't know. Um, I think there are a lot of, most of the companies in our space are, are working with uh, customers, oh, yeah. trying to do what we can to help. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, we, uh, you know, we have, I have rent, I have staff, I have, uh, you know, I am just as scared. Uh, for my software companies, I'm scared for my dental office. We're all in the same, you know, yeah. boat here, but, but yeah. we, we're, we're going to help we're, we're, work with our, with our customers and help in any way we can. And I know, I know the same with you. So. That's amazing. Awesome. So what do you think, um, looking 10 years down the road, we'll look back at this thing. What's going to be on your mind? Oh God. Um, I don't, I don't know what's going to be on my mind tomorrow. So 10, 10 years is, is going to be interesting, but you know what? I've been trying to, I've been trying to keep um, a positive mind about this. I mean, this is something, um, 
you know, there's there's always been this possibility of a third world war of, you know, terror attack of, uh, you know, know, uh, a serious global, um, you know, um, I guess, climate situation, whatever, you know, this is something that's going to pass. This is going to be like, you know, a a gold crown through a large intestine. This this is going to pass. Um, and it, as long as we are hopeful and staying strong and proactive, most of us, and it's, I hate to say this, I know that some people are not going to be able to weather the storm because they're so thinly spread. Every recession, every setback claims some victims because unfortunately they're just not strong enough to, to withstand it. And hopefully as a community, we can help them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know in general, we'll be fine. Well, you know, and we'll look at this as, as, a, as a, it's not, it's not, it's not the end of the world. It's a correction. It's a small mm-hmm. correction. Mm-hmm. And I, and hope, like I said, hopefully we'll emerge from this. We'll, we'll, we'll have, you know, we'll have SOPs. We'll have, um, right, right. We'll get with stuff done. It's been sitting. We'll, yeah. We'll get, we'll get things done. We'll learn. We'll be, we'll become stronger. And, um, you know, um, it's just going to be one of those notches on our posts, on our collective yeah. posts. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's awesome. That's really cool. I love, I love the positive feedback. Um, so we're just going to link a lot of these things uh, in the notes. Uh, and then <clears throat> if you do decide uh, to make that course, on SOPs available, uh, I'll even pay on behalf of our users for it, on our behalf of our members for them to attend, whatever we can make it happen. So I know that a lot of offices will need to develop SOPs. So um, if you and I can figure out the details, I would love to support our offices uh, and make sure they get access to it. And, and the team members, if you're watching this, I mean, what a great way for you just to call back your doctors and be like, hey, we're going to be part of this course. By the time we're done, we're going to build our own SOPs. And how about that? In a week or two, Michelle, I'm looking at you. When we're open, um, we're just going to have an SOP ready to go. So please keep us in mind. Let's make it happen. Absolutely. And and yeah, and for doctors, I didn't say for you to sit home alone writing SOPs. I mean, people support what they help create. This is when you get the team on board and everyone grab your own job description. First of all, if you don't have job description, start there. This is, I'm going to give you a quick, like two second course, uh, crash course on this. The first place to start is job description. If you don't have them, make sure that every single person in the office sits down and writes their job description, make a bullet point, everything from watering the plants, turning on the light, turning off the computers, whatever it is that you do, every single thing you do throughout the day, write it down. Now, the other way you can do this is you, you all have the best recording device in your pocket. Uh, you know, put your iPhone, your regular phone in front of you and ju- yet yeah, there you go. There you go. That iPhone. It's it's not it's not the mechanism to operate your Snapchat filter. It's yeah. uh, there's more to it. You can you can literally use that to create your SOPs, put it in front of you and just start talking about what you do all day long into the phone. And then you can transcribe it because a lot of times when we start to type, we focus on the details. We start to overthink everything. No, just do a mind dump. You can always perfect it later. And once you have a detailed job description, or if you do, if you already have a job description, review it, add things to it. I, I guarantee you there are some things that are outdated. Uh, there are some things that are missing. So make sure you have a very thorough job description and then create a short um, sort of outline for how you're going to do each one of those things. And if, it's, if it means answering the phone, so we answer phone on the second ring. We say this when we answer the phone. Uh, mm-hmm. Our answering machine should say that. Our message should say this. So every single, you know, what is your broken appointment policy? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, outline all of those things. It's going to come in handy when you're rebuilding your practice and, and you know, mm-hmm. going back and your team is going to feel stronger and they're going to feel better. And doing all this is going to make everyone feel like we're moving forward and not just running scared for the, for the forest. So, yeah. Awesome. Um, uh, I would like to thank, while well, I have you, Gina, I would like to thank everyone. So Colin, Daisy, Ludmilla, Michelle, Vanessa, thanks all of you for jumping in, um, uh, asking all the questions. So more notes are coming. Hopefully we're going to have the SOP course. So things like that. So if anybody wants to reach out, probably they can find you on, on YAPI website. But where else can people reach out to if they have questions? 
You can find me on uh, Facebook Messenger. Uh, it's my name, Gina Dorfman. Uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram at Dr. Gina D. You can find me on the Dental Hex. You can find me on the Dental Success Institute, Dental Success Network, uh, Dentist. Uh, all the uh, cool places. All the, all the, I'm on almost all of the Facebook groups. Uh, I'm not on all of the Facebook groups, but I'm on a lot of them. I don't know how I have time. And, I went, I don't, I, I don't, I, I, um, I, somehow I make it work, but it's not. I know uh, you do. You're awesome at it. Thank you. Multitasking. But, uh, yeah. And, and, uh, and I'm on dental town. So anytime anyone needs me, I'm always available. I'm happy to answer questions. Thank you so much. Thank you. Let's stay strong. I know we're going to get through this. Um, I hope all of you are um, in office and yappy and everything and family, the most important, safe. All your team members are safe. I know you have a lot of team members and I appreciate you being the leader um, for, for the industry and so for all of us. So thank you, Gina. Thank you. Thank you, Tiger. Thank you, everyone. It was nice to virtually meet everyone. Stay strong and stay yep. well. Yep. And stay safe. Thank you all.